What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Kate Steele. What's up, people? Welcome to Words of Wisdom, where I like to share my wisdom, insight, and all that other kind of great stuff. So check it out. I'm enjoying this beautiful day. The rain has stopped. The sun is shining. It's a little chilly, though. My knees is feeling a little brisk out here uh, in these streets. But today, man, today I'm excited. I was going through some old stuff and I was seeing that uh, my writing like uh, I remember I was doing like some TED Talks, not TED Talks, but uh, some motivational speaking with uh, Toastmasters. And if any of you who don't know what Toastmasters is, Toastmasters is a platform that allows you to uh, develop you know, your public speaking skills. Some people are just very shy, don't like to talk in front of people. So it helps people in all walks of life, whether it's so that they can um, speak before people or it it allows them to speak um, uh, 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 just in classroom settings or whatever. Right. But I think uh, this one is like kind of relevant. And I was looking over this thing and I was like, wow, kind of bring back memories of what is helping me grow and develop, right? So the title of this here is All Trials and Tribulations Aren't Bad. Listen, you will face your greatest opposition when you're closest to your biggest miracle. Shannon L. Alder. Um, I doubted my abilities as a father um, just because of my own upbringing, right? Um, I won't go too much into that from, if you listen to any of my other podcasts, I've mentioned numerous times, kind of my struggle with not having my dad around or or whatever, and God having to, you know, deal with me with that process. Right. But, and that was like one of the reasons why I kind of doubted my ability as a father, but to be honest with you, my daughter, my, my first daughter, heaven, uh, was my biggest miracle. Um, she was born on June 17, 2001 on Father's Day of all days. Right. And uh, I was out fishing. I was actually keeping it all the way a thousand with y'all. This is just my transparency. Um, since me and her mom wasn't together. Uh, I was actually out on another like almost like a date with a girl and her family. And uh, we out fishing, camping, uh, just enjoying, you know, some days out at this one campsite pretty far out of town, about an hour and a half out of town or whatever, two hours. And, um, so I get this 911 page. Yes. I said page. <laughs> I get this 911 page. I make it to a payphone. Yes. I said payphone, not cell phone. So I make it to the payphone. And, um, after I made the call, the next thing I know I was flying down the freeway, you know, I got to make my way to the hospital and I'm speeding. And I was so determined not to miss this little girl's birth. Like I promised myself I'm going to be there for mine. And uh, so I'm flying down the freeway. I get to the hospital and I'm doing all this, probably breaking law, you know, just flying, doing 90 to 100 to get to this hospital. And my little girl decides she don't want to come out for like eight to 10 hours. So I'm sitting in the hospital room starving. Right. Um, But, you know. I, I was there. I was uh, blessed to be there that whole time for her birth. And when she came out, it was it was a little unnerving because when my daughter came out, um, she was purple. Like the whole my daughter's light skin. So her whole back was like this deep purple. And uh, 
but she was kind of white on the other side. And I'm watching the doctor. He was rubbing the heck out of my daughter. Like he's rubbing her, her little body flapping all over the place. And I'm like, hey, hey, what you doing? Like I'm kind of trying my best not to get animated. But he's like, he said, no, 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 sir. I got to do this. He said, I got to stimulate the muscles. And he just kept calm because obviously he'd been he knows what he's doing. So he's stimulating my daughter's muscles. He's rubbing her little body. It's moving all over the place. And um, before you know it, the most beautiful sound, I heard her cry. And I was like, oh, my God. Right. So shortly after that, after she had came out and, and he did the rubbing, he pulled out this big bag. And if anybody know me, know that I like cracking jokes and I look at the doc and I was like, you mean to tell me my daughter had her own water bed in her mom's belly? <laughs> he chuckled. He said, man, that's the placenta. I said, what? And then after he explained what the placenta is, I say, uh, so you mean to tell me that this child had her own porta potty in her mom's belly? <laughs> and he laughed and he said, man, somebody get this dude up out of here, like in a joking way. Right. And uh, so with my daughter's birth, I realized I, I, I realized I did not know what I was capable of doing as a father right or I didn't know what I was capable of doing until something presented itself in this case in my case I didn't know what kind of father uh I would be until my baby was born you know that was a I'm gonna tell you something that was a challenge in itself because of my own reserves I remember when I had to tell my mother that I finally you know I was 23 when my daughter was born and I had boys who already had kids, you know, for a certain age and, and whatever else. But when I first had mine, because of my own upbringing and the dysfunction that was kind of around me, I was terrified of being a father. But I used to always watch my little cousins. I used to take my little cousins with me out of town. We drive into Oakland in my nice old school. And I would, you know, hang out with my little brother and get my cousins and treat them to movies and I was always doing like mentor and big brother type stuff, but actually being a father was a whole nother experience. And 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 I got to be honest with y'all, my determination to be the best father that I could be, I'm going to keep it a thousand, did not come without challenges. I would, um, there were times when I would uh, uh, drive, like being a trucker, I did a lot of hours sometimes, like, you know, 13, 14 hours. And my job is physical. So do a lot of lifting. Right. And so um, there were times when my job was clear out of town, nothing local. Like I would have to drive an hour to work, do my um, my job. Right. And then come all the way back after, say, 13 hours, drive an hour back home. And still have to go pick up my daughter because her mom didn't feel like dropping her off. And, <clears throat> and, and and I will definitely make sure that this is not a badgering mother moment. But I'm going to tell you something. It was like nerve wracking because I would drive to go get my daughter, drive clear across town, drive whatever. And I would get to the door. I would see my daughter. I would see her face light up when she seen me and her mom would be on one. And be like, well. You took too long. And I'm like, I just called you. I told you, you know, for work. I'm like, you're sitting there. I said, listen, just give me my daughter. 
And she's like, no. And I would see my daughter start to cry and her mother would sit there. And, and it it was something strange to me to see that a person can be this evil toward because I didn't want to be with her mother. She would use my daughter as a pawn sometimes. And I used to be like, man, that's not cool. But I couldn't sit there and harbor like I couldn't waste time arguing and uh, and, and be full of unforgiveness because that 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 affects me. And it affects my interaction with my children. I'm not going to do that. So I said, you know what? I'll just see you in court. So there'll be times I would go months without seeing my daughter, not because I didn't want to, but because her mom acted a plum fool, like honestly acted a plum fool. And I used to be like, man, just let me get my baby. And um, it was a challenge, but I had to be consistent because one thing I've always told myself, no matter what I experience, and I can't say I didn't have moments where I thought about it like, look, if I just give up custody, hear what I'm saying before you judge me. If I would just give up full custody, she had no more power. So I'm still available, but just give her all custody because I didn't want to experience the headaches. Like I used to go to court all the freaking time to where she wouldn't show up to court and the court still wouldn't change. She would still get my money every week or every couple weeks when I was getting paid. And it was, you know, um, I realized something uh, as, as I was becoming this father that if you really want some out of life, it's going to cost you something. And me, I wanted to build that relationship with my daughter. So it, it was costing me something. It was costing me happiness sometimes. And I still had to be this loving dad. You know, when I when she did act a plum fool and I still show up and then she cussing me out. And I used to be like, what, are you, what is going on? Um, when I got my daughter, my, my behavior toward my daughter could not ever reflect what I just had in interaction with her mother. But a lot of people get that all mixed up. A lot of people. Um, they take out that venting. They, they vent to their kids, not knowing the kind of emotional stress they put their kids through. Man, I can't stand your mama. I can't stand your daddy. And it's not OK. Right. It is honest to God, not OK. And so. Um, when you go through that. It's it, it does something on the inside of you. So that trial or that tribulation, right? That helped me grow as a man. I'm going to be honest with you. It, it grew in patience. It grew in my, my my area of love, my love walk toward people. Right. Um, and it just wasn't worth it with causing high blood pressure and all these different things that I've dealt with throughout life. I was not going to kill myself because somebody else's behavior. Right. Or lack of, of good behavior. And, and I'll be honest, I went to court so many times. I couldn't count and all um, because I refused to give up on my daughter. And and it was funny, too, because there's a couple of times where I seen the judge. <laughs> I seen the judge, the same judge. And I was like, hey, um, I would hear Kendrick, you're back again. I say, yes, sir. It's me. And uh, and I would say like little funny stuff. And I say, like, uh, I was just wondering when you was going to change some of these rules around. Uh, around here so uh, you won't be seeing me as much either that or put me on a payroll because I'm up here way too much and sometimes the judge would find it funny 
And because it was always not too, too many people in the courtroom, sometimes he would chuckle. Sometimes, you know, they would be so serious they won't let you talk. Um, but, you know, I, I believe some judges do understand, but the system is, is crazy. The system is definitely lopsided. And I'm not saying, listen, this is just my experience when it was the uh, opposite parent cutting up. Um, but there are so many cases, I get it, where the that, that trial and tribulation is the husband or the boyfriend or the baby daddy, whatever you want to call this person to have that title. Sometimes that's a challenge in itself. I get it. I promise I get it. Because I've seen baby daddy break out windows. Um, I've had women friend, uh, one woman friend that uh, I remember one night she called me out of the blue and she was like, Kendrick, I, I just need a place to stay right now. She had to leave her own house where she paid all the bills because this dude was violent toward her. And she she didn't know how to get out of that relationship because mentally she was just like trapped. And so I was just that good friend like, hey, what's happening? Um, it's funny. People be like, oh, that's a captain. Captain save a girl, whatever you want to call her, call him. Um, but to me, I thought I was just being a good friend. She would take her daughter and she'd be like, hey, Ken, can I come over? And I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, did I like the girl? Yeah, I kind of liked her. Was hoping she would have got out of that relationship. But I'm glad because I'm going to tell you something. Everything that's uh, that looks like it's glitter is not gold. Uh, I think that woman had a little craziness to her <laughs> later. I never messed with her, thank God. But um, but just in that time, I was able to be that friend. So sometimes in situations that that baby daddy can be off the hook. That child's father can be off the chain. And I've seen some horrible things, even in my own family. I've seen some trials and tribulations with the fathers when the mothers are sweet as pumpkin pie and the father's acting a plum fool for what? So all trials and tribulations aren't bad. If anything, they're giving you they're doing some testing. You know, what I mean, and um, so you're going to have to go through certain things to develop a mental toughness and perseverance. And you can apply with my story. You can apply this to almost anything. Right. Um, seeing my daughter or seeing my daughter's determination to live fueled my determination to um, to 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 constantly press forward. So to seeing my daughter, uh, uh, let me let me put it to you this way. Seeing my daughter on a regular basis and putting forth the fighting effort through courts and all that stuff, regardless of what I was experiencing, was building a solid foundation for me to stay connected. Um, my daughter, listen, my daughter uh, used to ask me certain questions like, why would you say this or why would you say that? And I said, well, where would you hear that from? I was like, do I normally talk to you that way? She said, no. She said, well, my mom told me. And it sucks when parents do these kind of things. But check this out. I used to just, you know, continue to build my relationship with my daughter. So eventually my daughter started to see certain things that was not true. And um, that helped. So listen, trials and tribulations aren't all bad. And I'm learning not to ask for less problems, but develop more skills. I think we need to start doing that. If you don't take anything away from this podcast, take away that. Stop asking for less problems and ask, you know, ask God or develop, help you develop more skills. Now, I will say this. I do not question my ability as a father because I know now that I'm a good one. 
right? That doesn't mean that I'm perfect. And now my daughter is, uh, you know, we've had our ups and downs even with her just coming up because of the just the upbringing, the moving around a lot, all that kind of stuff. But now my daughter about to be 18. Woo, woo. You know what I'm talking about? Shoot. Um, now I don't have to deal with like the, the old school shenanigans, the, shenan- the shenanigans from like last year and all these things. And but I was able to persevere, you know, in closing, my daughter, uh, my daughter's birth gave me hope again and it raised my determination to a whole nother level. So let's not doubt our abilities and gifts um, that we possess on the inside, because sometimes we don't know what we possess until something presents itself. I'm going to say that again. Let's not doubt our abilities, gifts. Matter of fact, even, you know, our talents uh, on the inside, because some things sometimes we don't know what we possess until something presents itself to challenge and cultivate those things. Henry Ford said this. Because it's a mental thing first, right, to change. Henry Ford said. The man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. Which one are you? This is K. Steele signing out. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in to Words of Wisdom. Um, And just hopefully my story can relate to you all. Uh, You can reach me on um, Kendrick Steele Facebook. That's still like standing still S-T-I-L-L or Creative Ambition. Um, on Instagram, C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. Sometimes ambition, see, check this out. Ambition means desire. Sometimes you have to create the desire. That's where creative ambition comes from. Sometimes when you you don't feel it, sometimes you, you go through life. Sometimes you know you have something on the inside, but you just don't. It's It's hard. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to create that desire. So tune in out. Talk to y'all soon. Love y'all. Peace.